baby oil and biceps. It seems like the 80s were drenched in both. Hollywood had figured out the perfect movie recipe that would appeal to both adolescent boys and their possibly adolescent fathers. A pantheon of action superheroes emerged from this time, unkillable superhumans wading through stories with just enough plot to almost justify the amount of explosions, ammunition, and cheesy one-liners expended throughout their roughly 90-minute runtime. These movies were simple to understand, with even simpler protagonists. The righteous cop just trying to cut through the red tape to get the bad guy, the retired Navy SEAL forced back into the game to rescue his kidnapped daughter. You get the drift. Most of these movies have faded into the shadows. I've seen plenty of them, and yet I'd be hard-pressed to recite the plot of Commando, Tango and Cash, Rambo, Missing in Action. You get the point. I know that most focused on a single hero who never has to reload up against overwhelming odds, and that he prevails in the end. But aside from that, I couldn't tell you. How is it then that a movie like 1987's Predator stands the test of time? Did it push the boundaries of the action genre into new, unexplored areas? Did it challenge our preconceived notion of what a great action movie was? Did it even show us something new? I'm not sure it did any of those things, and yet I return to this movie regularly. I can't wait to do some curls, get oiled up, and dive into this movie with Chris. We might just be one epic handshake away from answering these questions and more. Today on Movies Will Save the World, Predator. save the world my name is glenn cooper and i'm chris peterson and this week we are discussing the 1987 uh action comedy action horror action sci-fi action everything uh classic action perfection that's right uh 1987 movie predator uh which i chose under the category of uh uh Baby oil and biceps, or maybe I got that backwards. But either way, good lord, does this del- this movie deliver in that category? It's nonstop oiled up biceps from scene to scene. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I at one point, Chris, I actually started to count. Okay, how many times are we seeing Schwarzenegger just flex for the camera and had to stop counting? It was just too many. So. No, it's a beautiful movie for that reason alone. They should have won some sort of cinematography sort of thing. Yeah. Well, Just the glistening in the tropical. Yeah. Anyway, I go on. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and we were joking about this right before we started, but you said tropical. And um, I was commenting on the fact that, you know, we, we it's hot here in Seattle. It's actually, thankfully, not as hot as other days. And I know I'm not one to complain because you're in a much hotter area than I am. But um, I'm true. sitting upstairs in a closet with no circulation, and I have a towel to mop <laughs> up my sweat. So I definitely feel in the tropical climate and, and ready to go. Um, if only I could get my biceps like Arnold, though. I'm lacking in that department. <laughs> you, yeah, like mine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I don't know where to start with this. I mean, I know we both love this movie and have seen it forever, but I mean, I guess one question I had is, uh, what do you remember your first time seeing this movie? Yes, um, it was, again, um, I remember, of course, when it was out in the theater, and I was mm-hmm. I was a Schwarzenegger fan by that point. Yeah. I mean, he had been in a f- only a few movies up until that point, um, but he was mm-hmm. already kind of establishing himself as a, you know, in the golden age of action movies <laughs> when we had, yeah. you know, Stallone and uh-huh. Schwarzenegger and yeah. but yeah, um, I saw it at a friend's house on mm-hmm. um, on a re- video rental, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it it was it was um, it was just as you know just as good today as it was <laughs> then. I mean, the movie has not has not um, yes, I, I'm still filled with the same sense of fun and yeah. Um, just just enjoying this movie yeah even though i mean which maybe indicates more of my emotional development than <laughs> it about the about the film itself but i can't i i don't know but but yeah, yeah what was your what was yours when do you when when did this appear on your radar yeah i mean i don't i was probably i want to say maybe 10 or 11 um and same kind of thing right. like i saw it at a friend's house i saw it at a kid who lived up the street from us and his dad was a massive Schwarzenegger fan. Um, <laughs> his dad was the kind of guy who like, you never saw him. You just heard the weights clinking in the, in some dark room in the back of the house. And, and what I remember is, um, you know, I, my childhood wasn't, my parents weren't super strict, but we also didn't, we didn't watch much like R-rated movies. We didn't have cable growing up and stuff like that. So I had to like yeah, sneak up to we. the sneak up to the neighbor's kid to watch this. And oh my god! Exactly. Like, as a kid who grew up like <laughs> loving to run around in the woods and play army, like the first you know third of this, I was like in heaven at, at that age. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it was. I mean, I know it wasn't, but like made by like 12 year olds or something or like like, what would be the coolest things you can imagine and we're just going to put them in a movie and And i i mean you said emotional development i think emotionally maybe they was they were 12 years old (laughs) (laughs) yeah um like what's um i'm curious like just off the bat what why is it why has this movie yeah just lasted i mean why has it when so many other movies that were very popular yeah and even um arnold movies have not retained this level of like Mm -hmm. you know status i mean Mm -hmm. it's funny because i i went back and i looked at um original reviews Mm. of of this of predator and Mm -hmm. It was mixed. There were people that said it was boring and it was like <laughs> kind of, you know, bland. And I, I, you know, it's so funny what, again, I think it says more about like the mindset of what yeah. film criticism was at that time mm-hmm. than it does about um, the actual movie because it's, 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 it's one of those handful of movies like The Thing, right? Where mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. people just didn't, didn't get it, but yet. Yeah, those are the ones that have lasted, and Predator somehow yeah. has those elements in it. I th- I feel like that. So uh, one thing I that stood out to me big time 
this time was I was watching it is how many kind of, you know, 80s action movie tropes and cliches this movie and this movie like checks every single box. And in, in, in my opinion, you know, you've got like the team of specialists, you know, they're all. Yep buffed out dudes and you've got like <laughs> they each have their different weapon you know like there's so many and and, and even the way kind of the, the plot unfolds and that kind of thing but i i kind of feel like the things that this movie has going for it that maybe gives it a longer you know more longevity is one that it kind of does change from one genre to another so it starts out as kind True. of just straight yeah. up action yeah. army movie and then it gets into kind of sci-fi slash almost horror. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, honestly, I, I, <laughs> despite all of the classic like eighties trope lines and like, you know, some of Arnold's one liners, I actually think the writing is pretty good. I think, um, yeah, you know, definitely. And, and all the characters yeah. feel, feel somewhat developed. You know, you've got friendships and, and things like that between everyone. So it feels like, it does a lot of like, you know, those older, you know, Cobra or, um, gosh, mm-hmm. well, you know, other still, uh, other, um, Schwarzenegger movies that don't maybe stand out, don't feel quite as sort of fully fleshed out as this one does. Um, I don't know. That's my theory on, on why it holds up and why it's compelling. Yeah. Cause we've, we've, um, we've mentioned this before. Like it's, there are, there are movies that are just, you know, they're they're formulaic, right? Mm-hmm, they yeah. have, you know, and this one is no different. Right. But there's a reason <laughs> there is a formula, mm-hmm. and when you when you make it perfectly, even though you can say, yeah, it's formulaic or cliched, mm-hmm. but I mean, it works. Yeah. And I, I I have to think like how many <laughs> how many of like is this that is this movie the template for so much of that anyway oh, yeah. like right. yeah. for the things for the things that came after it they all wanted to be predator right i mean there's yeah, cuz I mean, there is like you know they has it has all the all the things you need <laughs> to make an action movie and then some um, right i just and I, you're right the 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 i was thinking about just you know watching it differently this time looking at like 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 thinking about the writing, which is something you know, I, um, it's not complex. It's a no. very straightforward story, and mm-hmm. um, but you do like what I think one difference is yeah, like if the characters, if if these action heroes were very bland, if they were too like I don't know, simple or something. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not sure what I want to say, but if if. It works because one, you you not really care about what happens to them, but you kind of do. Like, yeah, you know that the it, you know, you know when when Blaine dies, right, and and Mac, that's like yeah. his best friend, mm-hmm. and you, you kind of feel like shit that like he's taking this personally now. Yeah. So it's it, it kind of ramps that up, and mm-hmm. you know they all have their little quirks, and you get little glimpses of those, and mm-hmm. and the tension you know between um, Dutch and Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that plays into, which makes Dylan a more interesting character because of his kind of, he was you know he was doing this shady stuff and mm-hmm. then he kind of has this redemptive sort of moment where he's like, you guys get to the chopper and I'm <laughs> right. going you know. Yeah. I got a score to settle. We both got scores to settle. So even he has kind of a character arc in a sense, yeah. mm-hmm. um, right? Which is well, not 
norm normal for I, <laughs> for an action movie. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, usually, you know, it's like the um, uh, the Burke character in Aliens, right? He's the shady company guy, and yeah. he's a he's a, a jerk throughout, and ultimately he gets his comeuppance, <laughs> right? He has no redemption point in that movie, but yeah, you know, which uh, but Dylan does, you know. Um, and I think you know they there's some little subtle things thrown into the dialogue that also indicate these guys have obviously been together for a long time. I think at one point, right? Uh, Poncho says to to Dutch, like, "Do you remember Afghanistan?" <laughs> Which I, I love all yeah. the little little <laughs> other country. Like when at the beginning, when Dylan's like, "I heard about that job in Berlin," I'm like, "What did they do in yeah. Berlin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was happening in Berlin?" Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, or another interesting point. There was um. Uh, it was it was the conversation between Dutch and Dylan at the beginning, and he's like, yep. "Why didn't you take that mm-hmm. job?" Right. It was like right. I don't Libya or someplace. Yeah, and yeah. we actually learned something about you know not only the nature of their work, but what kind of what kind of person is Dutch, right? right. right. We've established that okay, he has evidently there, there's some boundary, there's some code about him already that we know. Yeah. Like right. he's, he doesn't do assassinations. He's like <laughs> they're they're a rescue team, so right. that's like their job. Which I want to um, come back to, so, but keep going <laughs> yes so anyway that was you know these little these little glimpses into dutch's character which like they're not so ham-fisted where yeah you know you have two guys talking like that's dutch the guy that da, 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 da. you know mm-hmm. it's just these little comments that mm-hmm. well it builds his character yeah and and then like at the end right when he when dutch i mean for all he knows is sacrificing himself. I don't know that he thinks he's going to make it through this, but it's, I think he's, <laughs> you know, going back to take on the predator to give the other folks a, a chance to make it out of there more than like, right. he's got this personal vendetta or anything, which feels more like a lot of kind of eighties action, uh, you know, where it would go like you and me, you know, kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, he he does have kind of that sense of he's got morals to him. He's he's the first one that kind of puts together the predator wasn't hunting the the woman Anna because she wasn't armed and sort of she, makes those connections. Um, yeah. And actually that's um that's a big I mean if we go more into Dutch's character now or later, but mm-hmm. um one point I have in my notes is that we have we have lots of we have lots of glimpses into that um, Dutch is clever. And yeah. it's, ev- it's even like when he, like, they're, they're infiltrating the compound and, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, what is he doing? And he, you know, yeah. and he, cut, he, he cuts that strap and puts the bomb on the truck and, <laughs> and, yeah. and just lets it go into the, yeah. you know. So he's like, he's always trying to think of like ingenious traps and figures, mm-hmm. you know, he's figuring stuff out as, it, as he goes along. And I don't know. Right. That's, that, yeah. I mean, in, in, in the end, that's how he wins. It's not by right. that he's, he is, has better weapons mm-hmm. or that he's stronger. He has to be, he has to outwit this thing right. in order to win. Well, I want to go back because I'll tell you, watching this movie for this podcast and sitting here and like actually taking notes, I came away with some questions um, <laughs> that I'd like yeah. to discuss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Going back That's... to the beginning when, you know, Dylan makes that comment about why did he pass on something and, you know, Dutch is like, we're a rescue team. Uh, is Dutch in the army? 
are they in the armed services or are they like mercenaries? Because he has the the uh, the rank of major, but right, my do you get okay. to pick and choose okay. your assignments in the military. No, I I think for sure they're a para, kind of paramilitary kind of mercenary group. Like, okay. I don't know why. I just think that's. I, yeah. I, I've always just kind of assumed they work outside the usual chain of command, even though they have like, he calls them major, but uh-huh. I think even in like, I'm not positive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know a lot of people who are mercenaries, but I think they do have ranks in their ranks. Right. I'm, um, I, so yes, I, I think they do. I think like that's the CIA can just, you know, they're always up to something. So they get <laughs> that's them. right. Yeah. I guess also that would explain how, these guys get to arrive in each their different outfit, which is right. one of the great <laughs> scenes in this, uh, starting with, you know, uh, Jesse Ventura, uh, uh, Blaine, <laughs> when his, in his MTV t-shirt, uh, I think yeah. followed by Mac in a full-on suit. <laughs> I know? know. I wish I, I wish Mac would have had more opportunities to wear that, because that it's was a smart-looking suit. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. So when you see, the, yeah, when you see them climb out of the chopper and they're just kind of dressed, however, yeah, like there's some obviously, I don't know, yeah, they're the just the you know it's the classic like rogue squadron kind of yeah you know get the totally. job done kind of guys mm-hmm. you know that has been used in everything. The Which, only thing that they were missing was like, like like they're supposed to go on vacation it's like we got another assignment guys and they're like what man you promised me yeah like, that's right <laughs> my r and r's up like yeah, yeah you know it's like we got we're supposed to get a month of vacation and you know, no they didn't do that yeah i thought you were gonna say the only like stereotype missing from this troop is like the ninja martial artist or something like that because i mean they've <laughs> They've got like the grenade guy. They've got um, you know, yeah. Blaine with his big mini gun, which is oh man, as a kid when he pulled that out. Oh, that was uh, awesome. what what the, what I already forgot the name of it. He the called minigun? it um Well, oh yeah, he had a he, had, he says the, like payback time or something. Dang it. Well, I'll get back to it. I'll figure it out. Okay. No, he has like a it's like a a nickname for it. Big Bertha. <laughs> no stop messing around <laughs> okay yeah, i know it is it's a serious movie. Uh, just going back to the that opening scene the the other thing that i laugh at every time i see this movie now is they unload off the chopper load up in jeeps uh for some reason decide to drive through the water all of about 30 feet and then get out of the jeeps again <laughs> like, uh, it's a cool looking shot but um maybe not necessary <laughs> yeah it's, that seemed unnecessary yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what yeah because we don't yeah we don't I like it when movies do that when they not mm-hmm. that part but I mean where you just you're thrown into it right and, you know I you got to figure it out as you go along like they're not right. gonna like you know like they would have like <laughs> it's not like GI Joe or like it shows like Billy X yeah you know and they give their they give their little announcements of each of their roles yeah. or their personalities or their specialties we just see it happen and right. We, you, you don't see them you know, back in their own element, and then, you know, Dutch shows up and recruits them one by one into, <laughs> I've got right, a new assignment, yeah. you know? 
<laughs> yeah. No, yeah. we're just, yeah, like we're starting and we don't know any of these people, what they're doing or mm-hmm. who Dylan is or why he, yeah. you know, there's some about a prime minister cabinet member <laughs> or some nonsense. Yeah. Um, you know, as a kid, all that meant absolutely nothing to me. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, as a kid, I'm talking about like a teenager, but like, I didn't know what <laughs> that, that subplot, I, it's like, well, I don't know. I just knew that there was something bad about it. I didn't know that that was like important or. Right. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know at the time either that they weren't like real military. It's, you know, it's now only I see like mm-hmm. after watching more movies like this, it's like, ah, okay, they're just like some hired literally hired guns right right well and i that's another thing that i think this movie is smart about is it has that backstory and it doesn't spend any more time on it than is necessary to yeah exactly yeah it's like oh there's something at work it's a it's an effective tool to kind of cause some tension in the group and that kind of thing but they don't bother going into it and they don't need to like even i thought you know as as they were leaving the 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 gorilla encampment, you know, basically just taking the Anna character out. None of the papers, none of the intelligence that, that you know, where Dylan's so like, right. We got more than I ever thought. And then they just leave it all behind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all for the movie. <laughs> no. you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is a gold mine. And yeah. then... <laughs> we just leave it. <laughs> you know, Again, I still, I, yeah. I mean, it's an invasion, right? The, 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 what they're tr- supposed to do, like, so Dylan already sent in some Green Berets that didn't right. come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim and that they're evidently suspicious that the Russians are backing an invasion between, you know, some guerrillas and whatever country that's supposed to be in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's like the, the so-called real part, right? Mm-hmm. That's like, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's like what they're supposed to be there to do, right? Mm-hmm. Is to um, infiltrate this little... Um, but again, it's not, I mean, that's the, the movie's great because it does start out as just like a straightforward kind of like Rambo style action, action movie. Right. Mm -hmm. With like everyone getting blown up and thrown in the air. Like, right, right, right. (laughs) Almost everybody dies that way with the Wilhelm scream. Like, ah, every, (laughs) everybody, everybody dies in slow motion. That's what really stood out to me. It's like every time Arnold fires his gun, it's in regular speed. And then everyone's just doing that eighties riddled with machine gun bullets, you know, it's ultra slow motion. (laughs) Nobody dies in real time. (laughs) Just like in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, and there's, um, and it's, I think in terms of not just action movies, but movies in general, I mean, this movie probably has more ex-governors in it than any other movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Like, in the terms of the cast, the percentage of governors in this movie is amazing <laughs> compared to other things I've seen. Governors and, and political people. Did you Have you seen Sonny Landham's, like, political attempts no oh god (laughs) it's a little bit problematic he's got some tough (laughs) opinions on certain types of people um but yeah so yeah anyway (laughs) poor billy (laughs) billy's predator really screwed him up um well and and again like the other thing is that i i think is a smart choice for the movie is 
you know, their whole, the whole reason they have to sort of hightail it out of there is there's like, oh my gosh, there's gorillas everywhere. It's like half a mile to a right. mile away. Everything's too hot to be picked up. They got to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. But then as soon as the predator shows up, that threat evaporates. And (laughs) you could look at it as sort of like a plot hole, but (laughs) I think it's a perfect choice, right? Because that served its, uh, you know, plot device of get them out of there. And then we don't need to be dealing with both gorillas and the predator. The predator's enough. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. You know what? I never... (laughs) I have never thought of that. That's a good point. Like what, like how much more, well, how much longer the movie would have to be, but oh, also God, yeah. un- unnecessarily complicated to add the threat of, well, well, first they do, of course, think it's, it is, it's like, there's, right. there's a couple, you know, there's gorillas out there and they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, then I think, <laughs> I think Billy has the line. It's like, we're all going to die. I, I, I love that life. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna die, and uh, it it is like I don't know. Like I think it's even about twenty minutes and in the movie where there's even like besides the besides the opening. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, where you see a spaceship, and but right. then it's like you kind of forget about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's when the bodies when they first discovered the bodies of hopper and those guys yeah. hanging mm-hmm. um that there's a predator growl in yep. the background it's the and little that's about clicking. it for yeah yep and that's about it for a while mm-hmm. um, yeah which is another that, against yeah it's that up until i think up until after they assault the the gorilla encampment because then you get the infrared vision i think that's the first time that shows up so yeah and that it's um you know i don't know he's either recording or like Mm -hmm. mimicking or doing something Mm -hmm. with that you know the the english language there right um (laughs) so yeah um so then but you know we it's wisely done that we get basically like just glimpses and hints at the predator before you know as it as it goes on you Mm -hmm. know we see more and more it's it's that old adage about um you know don't show the shark right Right, i mean it's like it's it's the idea of the menace is much Mm -hmm. more essentially scary than what you know the special effects which are amazing sam winston's Mm -hmm. creature the predator um but yeah, just this that we we it's it's the scary element, and it's mm-hmm. who knows who knows at that point what it can do, right? I mean, we just don't even know its capabilities, but it evidently can take people almost secretly one by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, and that's 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 terrifying. Yeah, I I really noticed how they dole out the predator and introduce you to him in very measured doses. And yeah. it, it's, it, it's one of those things where, I don't know, I can't think of a good analogy, but it's like, um, <clears throat> because if, if you saw the full on predator at the halfway mark, you know, you'd, by the end of the movie, you'd be tired of him. And honestly, I don't think yeah. predators on screen for more than what, maybe 10 15 minutes of, of actual screen time in the movie. I don't know. I didn't time it, but it's not a time. Yeah, it, um, it's, it's not, it's just a minute here. Yeah. A minute there. If that, 
Yeah, and and so yeah, you, absolutely, you get the the little clicking noise, then you get the IR vision. You know, then you get yeah. like, you know, I think even when um, uh, uh, Hawkins, right? Hawkins is the first one to die. He's the just, yeah. He's the yeah, yeah. Shane Black gets it first, right? So and you just see this very quick glimpse, and then he just gets like stabbed. So we don't even see like the laser sights yet. And then you know, of course, no, at the very no. end when he when he takes his mask off, it's the final reveal. I, I think it's just really well paced and really well done. You know, to keep it interesting each time he shows up, he gives you a little bit more. All right, I thought Predator Two was pretty good. Mm. Um, the one in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it gets a bad, maybe it's, maybe it's a reputation is getting enhanced because of the awful ones that followed it, <laughs> but there, there has not been a good predator movie yep. e- like ever again. I yep. mean, and that's, and that's even saying this last one, which Shane Black actually wrote and directed, right. I believe, yeah. uh-huh. he did. Um, was terrible. It, yeah. It's like he forgot everything he learned from being in that movie. And yeah. he is an accomplished screenwriter. Mm-hmm. It's not like he doesn't know how to do it. Um, right. But it's like uninteresting characters, like just like, yeah, they're just boring. Um, they're the, the predator is, is, is basically like in this movie one one of the things that we learn is that even though it has all the advances and all the technology it still can be hurt like right. it bleeds you know right, right. so it can't be killed right if it bleeds we can kill it um you know so it's vulnerable in some way mm-hmm. um later movies basically have eliminated that it's mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to destroy this thing mm-hmm. and if that if that if that tension isn't there it's like well what's right you know what's what's the point you right. know we're you know but <laughs> it's you know the fact that okay it's it's way outclassed us but yet um we we got it right we just don't know how to get rid of it <laughs> <laughs> it's like covid <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is really speaking. Yeah, to the future pandemics of our world yeah. is really what this is a metaphor for. <laughs> That's the right. predator is COVID. Yeah, uh-huh. and then the subsequent movies are the variants of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's been a it's, long time since I've seen Predator Two. Um, I remember liking it as at the time, but I have not seen it in yeah. forever. But I 100% agree on every subsequent Predator movie. They're all bad. Um, yeah, it's it's they've they they've taken something that is like I mean they've tried to ruin my childhood, you know? They've, <laughs> they've taken like one of the greatest characters from science fiction, uh-huh. you know, and they they took two of them, right? They took Alien and they took Predator and they right. made something that is, that is that is an abomination. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, both 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 of the the I guess standalone Predator movies are 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 just failures in terms mm-hmm. of capturing anything like right the first one. Yeah. yeah. Um. They 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 not only did they Im- improve on nothing. Um. Everything that made the, the everything that's made this movie cool and interesting isn't there. I mean. You know, I I was thinking about this a little bit, and uh, you know, 
thinking back to the question about like, why is this one so good? Right. And, you know, we joked about, oh, maybe it was written by 12 year olds, but I could almost, (laughs) I could almost see like a focus group of like 12 year old American boys and like, you know, the writer is just sitting there and they're just like, oh, and this, oh, and there's these skinned guys, right? And they're hanging from a tree and, oh, and, and, and this guy's got a helicopter gun and it's it's like a Gatling gun, but he holds it, you know, like, cause it really does feel like it hits every like button that, you know, that sort of adolescent boy would come up with. And I think what's different about this one versus some of the others is the others feel like they're trying to do that, but it's almost like a cynical, like, how yes. do we make money off yeah. of this, right? Uh, you know, yeah. versus uh, just the pure right. joy of the that those those five or six teenage boys in a room going, oh, and then and then this <laughs> happens, you know. <laughs> the rest is like and how yet, do we sell more merchandise or something, you know? Yeah, no, it's almost like I don't know if you can. Yeah, I think it's just obviously the different, you know, zeitgeist of our, yeah. <laughs> of our time, where like movies are more cynical. Mm-hmm. They're more like a wink to the camera, I think, than I don't know. They have to be meta or self-aware. Or, I don't yeah. know. Or some something has gone wrong because yeah. we can't make movies like just. There's well, that's not true. There are movies I think that are. There's still good action movies out there. Yeah. Um, but this this was a very particular point in history. The <laughs> word these kind of movies were just everywhere every yeah. weekend, right? Um, and yet, what's strange? What's strange in even watching it now is that Predator. It's not like nonstop action. No, there right. are set there are set pieces that are like the like the beginning right. and the end, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But between there, there's not what I would call a lot of action. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like waiting and <laughs> running <laughs> and, 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 and being hunted and montages of building traps, which are some of my, favorite all right, parts. that we, we <laughs> got to talk about that. Cause <laughs> that, that see, we get a lot of airtime uh-huh. of Arnold, like building like little Scooby-Doo traps in the woods. <laughs> well, which is, what do you I, call them? Like boy scout bullshit or whatever. Yeah. Said. Yeah. Well, <laughs> So I want to make, here's my, here's my claim about this movie. Uh, or my, my, my belief about the, the, beyond the, the 12 year olds coming up with all the cool stuff. The, the other side of this is this movie is essentially nonstop product placement, but for Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Because he does he does so many things in this that are just there to show off his body. You know, it's like I ah I see that was the direct you know, yeah. John McTiernan's mm-hmm. direction was yeah, yeah let's get him shirtless and moving around yeah yeah okay that I, I that makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah here's actually if I do have one critique mm-hmm. of this movie which is basically a perfect action movie mm-hmm. and and this is a this is a nitpicky thing mm-hmm. um but and i the character of anna um mm-hmm. in terms of the plot she really doesn't serve any purpose i mean she could not be there and essentially i don't think things would have changed all that much i mean what what i mean she was the one who you know 
she described you know what she saw in, right. in the it said the jungle comes alive but mm-hmm. he's like bullshit that's not what she said and yeah you know who i i don't know spanish um so i don't know what she actually said but um but that that role or that part um mm-hmm. i mean i like the fact that she's in the movie i mean it's something yeah because um, there's no other female characters in it <laughs> right yeah uh, um but she doesn't really do anything besides run away a few times yeah i think i think she I think she does a couple of things for the movie. She, <clears throat> one of the things that I think is important is because she tries to get away, she then separates the group and the group is always together. You know, you see, they're always moving in, you know, within visual contact of each other, right. et cetera. Uh, so it's the first opportunity for Hawkins, the first victim to be completely separated. So he, yeah, he dies and there's still yeah. mystery. Um, you know, I think she also serves to illustrate the whole, she wasn't armed, so he didn't hunt her idea. Um, and then she has the tiny little bit of backstory, right? Like every year when it gets hot, yeah, we, you know, that kind of it thing. It gets hot. Yeah. Like her village, the men go missing yeah. or whatever. And I think so, that's, I'm yeah. trying to remember that part of it. Yeah. So she kind of um, like fleshes, she's a, a <laughs> she's an effective plot device, but, yeah, I think that's kind of all all she does for the for the movie. Aside from like you said, it, I think she does a good job, and it and her character's fun to watch in the movie. But um, from a strict um, uh, exactly what she does for the movie, I think it's those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the one thing they actually didn't do, which is a oh, maybe this is an action movie. Well, no, there's like no. Um, you know, she's an attractive actress, but they mm-hmm. don't like, you know, there's no commentary. There's no, nobody acting, you know, inappropriately. It's right. just like Dylan said, she's an asset or whatever, right. you know, <laughs> which I, again, I think is strange. Like why they kill like everybody <laughs> except one, one person well, who may be the most useless person to have with them for all they know. I not- mean, she could have just had, like, what does she know? Yeah. They, you know, she could have just been, like, the person that, you know, showed up on her first day. I don't I know. know. Yeah. Like- well, not not only that, but, like, when Arnold spins around and, you know, hits her with the butt of his rifle. Um, yeah. When she's sneaking up behind him, not, like, 30 yeah. seconds prior, someone was sneaking up behind him, and he got a freaking <laughs> giant knife through his chest. So, yeah, I guess... Exactly. <laughs> Maybe he just had intuition that I'm not going to kill all of them. <laughs> I'm let this yeah. one live, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> or I could tell this is a girl behind me, so I'm not going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. The one girl in this camp, which <laughs> I don't know. It's. Yeah. No, it, 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 yeah. I mean, best not to think too hard about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know. It's, it's, and, and she's the only other one that got away. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I do think, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, you know, this movie's a great fun ride to take. Um, if you can sort of suspend some of the, some disbelief around some of those things, you know? Uh, oh yeah. No, there's, <laughs> yeah, no, there's, yeah. If I was, and maybe that was the problem of people who were, were writing, you know, mm-hmm. reviews and newspapers back when this movie came out as they, 
they maybe did try to take it at a I don't know and at a at a level it was never intended to <laughs> right. to to aspire to right um yeah I mean they didn't know how lucky they had it yeah as far as I'm concerned <laughs> one of the other one of the other quibbles I had was um, right after the uh, right after the um, assault on the uh, the the gorillas uh, encampment uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, Arnold says to Dylan, maybe, or maybe Hawk. I can't remember. He says this one of them is like, clear the area, no traces. And then, yeah. So first of all, <laughs> yeah. How are they going to no traces? <laughs> like they just murdered about 75 people. There's going to be shell casings everywhere. Not to mention all the dead bodies and everything's and like in flames. <laughs> yeah. But then like in the very next scene, uh, Arnold, takes off his jacket and just throws it on the ground and then takes a cigar and just throws it on the ground. So, yeah, you know, I wanted to see like a uh, uh, Mac behind him, like, God damn it. Like picking it up. No, not that. Um, trying to, cl- you said no traces boss. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what that meant either. I, I guess it means something different <laughs> to them than it does to me. Cause obviously no, they, they, <laughs> Make it look like we were never Just, here. Uh, boss? Yeah, it was like a frat house party. Like, it's not... There are going to be signs that it happened. Um, yeah. There's 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 lots of little pieces in this movie I, I'd, I'd least like to bring up, because I just... All right, let's do it. You forget about them, then it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that part. Yeah, so, yeah, like... Yeah. So, it's right after all the shenanigans have happened at the compound. Yeah. And, like, Mac is, like, kind of... He's over by like a chopper, I think, uh-huh. and like he shouts to he shouts to Dylan. He's like, "Dylan, yeah, come over here." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Turn turn around," yeah. and then he pulls out a knife, yeah. and you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then he he kills that little scorpion. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Anytime. <laughs> that was so badass. Like, <laughs> like Mac is so cool. And yeah. Because it, I mean, it's also just kind of like you could, because you at that point you're kind of like, yeah, this Dylan guy totally tricked him. So you could see maybe Mac was kind of <laughs> well, and, <laughs> he could have potentially did that. Yeah. And the rivalry between them starts earlier, right? When uh, Dylan sort of like oh, tripping in the woods and. He got that yep. great lean. I love the line that he gives. He's like, you know, if you give away our position one more time, I'll bleed you real quiet. Leave you here. <laughs> like, it's just so well delivered, you know? I, I feel like I wish I had a reason to use that in, like, professional settings from time to time. <laughs> if, you, if you screw up that Excel spreadsheet one more time, I'll bleed you real quiet. <laughs> Leave you in the conference room. <laughs> Oh, just can't get away with that these days. It's not the 80s anymore. Oh. Yeah, I know. What have we done? <laughs> the other the other favorite, I mean, Mac, I think, actually gets a lot of good scenes, yeah, honestly, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the part where he's on watch, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets the first watch, and he's talking to himself about, yeah. like, I'm going to, like, carve, yeah. carve your name on that, whatever it is. And then the tripwires go off. Yeah. And he goes ballistic. <laughs> he pulled, and he's he's pulled out his knife and he's like, you know, killing some creature. <laughs> and then we find we find out he killed this. And again, our, another movie where a giant boar is uh-huh. killed by somebody with a knife. There's some parallels <laughs> so, here between this and Hunt for the Wilder People for sure. You know what? We I I never thought of that. I didn't either until I started watching it. I was like, oh, okay, 
there's a boar death. And it's it looks almost the same as Hunt for the Wilder People because you see the knife coming up. Yeah. And the streams of blood. You don't, you know, you're right. Um, yeah, anyway. I guess Paula would be the predator in this movie. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, she's the Terminator. Uh, that's right. Yeah. But I love, I love after that when he's finished killing the giant pig. Um, uh, Poncho, he's like, Jesus, could you find anything bigger? And he's like, shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, oh, they do have fun, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Running around killing things. Yeah. No, that's a great scene. But And then it ends with them realizing that Blaine's body has been taken out, right? So. Yeah. So they go, yeah, it's like, what? Just ha- yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. why would it take his body? Yeah. You right. know, and we, of course, realizing what. You know, I mean, it's the predator is not a complicated thing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's we, we, it, you know, towards the end, see what it's doing, right? It's collecting skulls. Yeah. You know, I wonder, um, I, I wonder, like, I feel like the fact that they didn't sort of flesh out in the movie, like all of the backstory and the, um, um, everything about, you know, the predator side and all that other stuff, it works great in the movie in that it's a lot of unexplained stuff that your imagine can go crazy on. But then it's like all the rest of the movies felt the need to explain those things. It's like, you know, I don't know. just, well, exactly. Like, uh, yeah. Like why go into the mythos of this culture and the need for predators. And then there's like a predator civil war. And then I was like, seriously we never asked we who who asked for that you know what i mean oh i do remember writing a letter once i said can you explain this part in about six bad movies and i guess they heard me the, the yeah because the really compelling question for me in the movie was the motivations behind the predator of what it was doing that's all i cared about oh yeah for that's sure. why i watched it yeah. And I was totally disappointed that at the end. It didn't give me any of that. It was like, oh, that was a failure. I'm glad the other movies address those things. That's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, exactly. Like, who cares? It's not, yeah. It's it doesn't need to be um, tons of exposition, tons of, like, backst- yeah. you know, all the things that, unfor- you know, some movies need them, and right. you need them in doses, but they do... Every time when they're not handled well, just right. screeches movies to a halt. And it's like, yeah, it just sucks the air out of it. Um, well, we've, uh, I mean, I think we've talked about this before where like, you know, a great action movie is all about getting you from, you know, either set piece to set piece or from action scene yeah. to action scene. Right. And so to make those movies compelling you don't really need much of the surrounding context. You need to care about the characters and it needs to be a believable yes. enough that you feel like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm getting where <laughs> we're going. Right. So, you know, this movie makes exactly the right choice in compromising on the backstory, the predator mythology, and just focusing on the characters are all compelling. They're they're They've got strong relationships. You can see it in the way that they interact with each other. And so you start to care when they get picked off a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I didn't care that much when Hawkins no, I mean, died, but you know, no, but they but care. Like, you know, as characters, right? Yeah, you believe that they care. Exactly. It's not. Um, 
I think this is a problem actually we see in the the last few James Bond movies mm. where I've read I've read the original books and there's uh-huh. there's not information about who James Bond is or his right. family or how he I mean mm. you don't care and right. then now the movies are spending time talking about you know his you know his his family and all this other bullshit and right. it's like I never care I never <laughs> wanted to see that in James Bond movie right. ever how, you know, how, yeah. How why, does this help why with do your that? cool gadgets? It doesn't. I'd want to see yeah, an like, Aston Martin and looking yeah. like awesome. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, like fighting ten guys and like <laughs> you know spoiling plans of villains. I yeah. don't really need to know his 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 heartfelt backstory about <laughs> being an orphan and I don't know. It's just dumb yeah. and yeah. and it, you don't need them in action movies. Right. Period. Yep. Like you just you 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 don't mm-hmm. and horror movies either they they should, they right. should be off the list if um if you're <laughs> making a list of things not to do you don't you don't mean you don't want to know what happened in each of the main characters' childhoods that brought them to this cabin in the woods why did they end up there on that particular night uh, <laughs> yes the sequel sh- should address every one of those questions um, like. Like John Wick for me works because all right, uh-huh, the yeah. very first movie, we I mean, all we know is like he is, you know, the best assassin or whatever, and right. um his wife died and then he gets a dog and then they mm-hmm. kill his dog and then he just goes on a murder spree. <laughs> I mean it's and it lasts like three movies. Yeah. Um <laughs> and it's kind of interesting that you find out about this like secret world mm-hmm. of like um you know, hit men and hit women yeah. and things like that. But I don't, you know, you know, but, we don't know a lot, a lot about it. Well, exactly. And I mean, that's what's good, right? The first movie, the backstory, that secret world, it's just enough of a taste to keep you interested and let your mind wander and realize that there's something bigger here. Right. But does not get bogged down on it. Same thing with Predator. Yeah, right? we don't. It's like these little clues. Yeah. Like, oh, he pulled this guy's head out by the spine okay that is <laughs> hasn't seen him do that yet that's interesting <laughs> yeah yeah i mean but or, why the spine why not do it by no i mean it's or, not or the question of like why he left those guys skinned but like the others took pe- anyway you know doesn't matter right <laughs> no maybe it doesn't. maybe the maybe the green berets just weren't very good trophies i don't know left them behind yeah i i they not like these it's, other guys. Yeah. It's it's the predator code of you throw them back like when you're fishing. It's just that yeah, unfortunately they're, they're already dead. <laughs> Do you think when he gets back to his Me. own planet, he's like, well, I, I I caught about thirty, but I threw about ten of them back. Yeah. It was this big. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they probably do. That's yeah. something we should really learn about. What's a, I free, there actually is a name. We eventually learn the name of this race of beings, and I cannot remember it for the life. Yeah. It starts with a Y, but the, the predator people or whatever they are. I guess they're all men. I don't they're know. The, are some of them women? I can't. We. That's a question that the next movie should address. The <laughs> yeah. Marital relationships and <laughs> reproductive processes of. Oh, of the predators. I, can we can we stop right there and not go any further? Because I don't want to think about that. Would predators reproducing? That feels like it would be very spiky. 
Uh, and I'm not interested in that. <laughs> So, Glenn, hmm. what do you consider the key scene, or a key scene, or <laughs> the yeah? What's the key scene here? Uh, it's so funny. Like, um, up until we started talking about this, I completely forgot that I was supposed to come up with one. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier today, thinking like, okay, let's see. I've got to come up with a would you rather. Chris picks the next movie. No, I think I'm good. I've done my prep, got my notes. And we started recording and I'm like panicking. Oh my God, I need a key scene. But I did come up with one. Um, it's one. Tell me that. <laughs> oh, I'm telling but the audience. You. This is pulling back the curtain, you know, um, yeah. to the <laughs> diligence that we put into this yeah, project. But- Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So my key scene in this, it's actually one that we've already kind of touched on a little bit, but it is, it's that, Mm -hmm. it's the scene when they've wired up all the the claymores and the tripwires and the booby traps and stuff um, right after Blaine gets killed and Mac is sitting there. Um, I love his line too, like, here we are again, bro. Just you and me. Same kind of moon, same kind of jungle. Real number 10 night, remember? Whole platoon, 32 men chopped into me. We walk out, just you and me, nobody else. Right on top of. Not a scratch, not a fucking scratch. You know whoever got you. Don't come back again, and when he does, I'm gonna cut your name right into. I'm gonna cut your name into. And I love that too because again I think it 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 illustrates and emphasizes the relationships between these guys and they care about each other and you know that kind of thing. Um and then of course the boar comes through. We've talked about all this stuff, but the <laughs> the important things for me in this is it's the indication that, you know, the predator could see all of their traps, get through all of that stuff. Um, and still get out right, and they they kind of get the revelation of he's moving through the trees, and and yeah, you know that gives them says. the idea to do all of what he says the boy scout boy scout bullshit or whatever you know all of the sort of man made yes. vines yeah and, they've used all the technology yeah. army stuff right so right, now they're right. going a different route uh huh right and I mean as a kid like again who would spend his summers just running around in the woods like i loved that stuff so much you know (laughs) we'd be out in the woods uh you know digging digging you know holes and putting sticks and leaves over top you know it's really it's amazing any of us survived it honestly without more like put like bamboo sticks in the ground and cover it with feces that kind of thing right right exactly um (laughs) But yeah, so I think, you know, it, 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 it tells them that, you know, they're going to have to, you know, fight this thing differently than what they're used to. And, um, yes. and that end up, ends up culminating in one of the, one of the, we, we should have a, a standalone segment on the end of the movie, but the great, one of the greatest yeah. montages of, again, more product placement for Arnold where he's building his own <laughs> bow and his own weapons, yeah. you know, over the course of a couple of hours. But um, anyway, so 
that's why it's my key scene. It's kind of a turning point in the way that they're thinking about the Predator and, and um, again, sort of uh, reinforces them working together as a team and, uh, and that kind of thing. That's interesting because I, I was I, I was really thinking like what is like the key, the key scene because um, I I can easily break up the movie into three acts right but mm-hmm. like where but that that point was definitely you're right because you know these are these are the best right the mm-hmm. best soldiers they're 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 out there right and right. they have you know they have the equipment and the you know the knack <laughs> to, to do what they want. Yeah. And now they're like, they realize, like Billy said, like we're, you know, we're all going to die. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, so yeah, they had to switch. They had to switch their tactics. Right. And that's why I think too, like it shows that, um, you know, Dutch just isn't brute force. Mm-hmm. He is also tactical and thinking, you know, right. he's the one who realizes some, some things that, mm-hmm. you know, we got to, um, this is this is what it's doing, you know. He's he's always the one to saying, okay, it's moving through the trees, or he, you know, he's discovered. He figures out, oh, can't see me because right. I'm covered in mud or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's some of those um, those points. But yeah, it definitely it definitely is the, that sets the trajectory for the movie at that point. Realizing, right. like, yeah, I just can't shoot at it. Um, it's it doesn't <laughs> that that plan didn't work. Yeah, which um, is which is another incredible scene where. <laughs> Right after Blaine dies, they just spend like all of the, like Oh no, I know. <laughs> I this is a, a dumb, like silly like D and D or fantasy reference, but I was watching this <laughs> with one of my kids and and I turned and saying, like, this is basically like they're just ex- expending all of their spells in the first encounter. <laughs> like they I, they must have gone through like how many more bullets do they have after spraying down in you know, into the jungle like Yeah, that, I mean you know? they obliterated the forest right and <laughs> yeah. then he sends him in there it's like nothing i mean nothing could survive that like no shit i mean yeah. there's, <laughs> like, it's, it's a it's a wasteland yeah. i mean um no actually that that is a actually that is a really good scene that part yeah. as well because yeah. you know it's just this constant noise and then it stops and then the 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 gun is still spinning right yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still hot and like you hear that and that's all you hear mm-hmm. um i'm pretty effective really because yeah. it's like you're <laughs> yeah. and and we all know that they didn't you know as as the movie goer you know they didn't get it right, right. That, yeah, that, of the, the end result will be they just wasted all their bullets well no reason. you know they didn't get it because if they had got it you would have seen it riddled with bullets in slow motion and we never see that so <laughs> yeah that's true it would have gone ah yeah. and then, like blown up in the air yeah um, <laughs> rather than blown to bits yeah but then um, but that also clues them in right about that it bleeds because it leads it leaves a little bit of blood on the leaf um, yeah I, I had a note well, she, about that Anna like, yeah. yeah I had my note was like Anna just comes across there's some neon green liquid I'll touch that <laughs> <laughs> and then wipe yeah, it I'll on my wipe pants that, wipe that on my pants <laughs> <laughs> and how did none of, no one else see her how did none of them see it on the leaf Billy is this great yeah. tracker. He doesn't find it. <laughs> and, and and not only that, but she's, her pants are glowing after that. Are they just not paying attention yeah, to her like, at all? What the hell, Billy? You had one job to do. <laughs> Maybe Billy is not the great tracker that we think he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, we, we just assume he is because he's leading them, but he yeah. doesn't. 
the scenes that you don't see are when Billy's yeah. coming back and reporting and he's like, I, I don't believe they walked into an ambush. I couldn't find a single track. It You don't see the scene where Billy's just like walking through the woods and there are literally <laughs> gorillas just hiding in a bush. You know, that he just wanders by. He's like, you no, just... nothing out there, Major. <laughs> He just like sits down, has a cigarette, then comes back. Nope, there's nothing in there. Uh, and I mean, you know, this... they just all tr- trust him so implicitly. Well, yeah, they trust him because he's the stereotypical Native American tracker. Like, I mean, you know, there's this problematic stuff here in this movie, but <laughs> some, oh, some for language sure. early on that's a little bit rough. But uh... yeah, 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 I, I know, like stuff that like. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jesse Ventura it's, at the beginning, right? He's like, yep. bunch of slack shot? Mm-mm, on here. <laughs> it's like, when he, he just spit out that big glob of chew spit. <laughs> it's like, uh, anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how he does all that stuff with all that chew in his mouth. Oh, I'd be worried man. he'd swallow, swallow it or something. You, you know the scene uh, after... Uh, it's before Blaine dies... Um, and Mac offers him like a swig of his, uh, flask, yeah, right? Right. Blaine's got a big lip full of chew and he just, I just drinks from that. Can you do that? I'm, I've never chewed tobacco, so I don't know. Oh, no. Well, I wouldn't. I mean, I think, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not because it's like a massive amount. Right? Yeah. And <laughs> every time I see that, I do this, I cringe every time. <laughs> That's the grossest thing in the whole movie to me, actually. It's not the, it's not the skin people, but it's the it's fact that the... he drinks alcohol with chew in his mouth, oh, which yeah. would make you throw up instantly. There's no it's... there's no way he did that. It's not the That's skinned... the most unbelievable part about this movie. Yeah, it's not the skinned people. It's not right after Hawkins gets killed and um, Pancho comes back and... Dutch is like, did you find Hawkins? And he's like, I can't tell. <laughs> I think, I don't know. Yeah, like, no. Ugh. The other note I made about, gosh, we really are jumping all over, but this is fun. Um, I made a note right after they find all those skinned guys and there's that um, vulture there. Like, yeah. I, I think they really kicked a bird when they <laughs> I think they actually kicked a real bird. <laughs> nice. What's <laughs> not a CGI bird? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it took them six weeks to film that bird kicking scene because of all the reshoots. <laughs> the, you see, John McTiernan is a real animal hater. He's like, let's give it another take, guys. <laughs> Oh, let's do another take. The bird's like, what? I got it in one. <laughs> it's like the Kubrick of uh, yeah. animal takes. <laughs> we need to make it so realistic that you are actually experiencing it. Yeah, exactly. Actually, could we could we talk about John McTiernan for a second? Yeah. Because here's a, <laughs> like, go, going backwards, like, he's... He's been in prison recently for lying to the FBI of all things, and <laughs> some. So his career's kind of <laughs> it's not taken off anymore. Yeah, but like his first movies were, um, this wasn't his first movie. Nomads right. was, but mm-hmm. then then Predator, mm-hmm. then Die Hard, right. then Hunt for Red October. Right. I mean, I mean, this guy was good like God. 
he he like owns this genre. Right. I mean, he like, and then he just kind of falls falls off. How does like it was like a M Night kind of move, like where he's yeah, the guy's at the top of his game, and then just his movies got sucked here. <laughs> maybe he just did like maybe he gave up cocaine or something like that. <laughs> He got sober and his, his movies were <laughs> boring. <laughs> You'd be like, "Yeah, wouldn't it be cool?" If yeah. you <laughs> and then, and then you're gonna jump from this tree, but the, the branch is gonna break, and you're gonna fall into the water, and, and and there's a big waterfall, and we're gonna go. So maybe John McTiernan was the focus group of twelve-year-old boys. Maybe it was just him, <laughs> like a three-day coke bender, wrote the whole movie. Yeah, they, they did. The- <laughs> didn't sleep for months um but yeah no here's i mean and then yeah he's basically one of the most hated guys in hollywood at this point yeah. and he was a legend like yeah. v- like very quickly he could like no it's like amazing like this the stuff that he <laughs> the mo- i mean you could make a list yeah. with just those three and say G- give me three really good action movies and like well he made three really good ones right um, but yeah, that's like a, just a strange side note is that, um, he was, cause I, I, I didn't know that. So, cause I was wondering why isn't he doing things? He, he was, and I, th- he was in jail. That's why yeah. <laughs> he, wasn't, he, he was busy, um, in South Dakota. So what did um, he go to jail for? I didn't see that. I just, I yeah, just no, it was, the FBI, but he, why? he, um, it was, I mean, is the it's this is not a criminal mastermind. Maybe a great director, but I guess he hired F. No, no wait. He hired private investigators to spy on <laughs> to spy on the producer of the movie he was going to make, the remake of Rollerball. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, another movie that doesn't need to be and remade. the F. Yeah, and then the FBI investigated him, and he committed perjury, and they did all sorts of other stuff to cover that up. Oh God! Yeah. And he he went he went to um, you know white collar prison, uh, but prison. <laughs> yeah, because you know lying lying to the FBI is bad. Um, I try we'll not to figure do it out. It. Yeah, I only yeah. do it when I have to. No, <laughs> <laughs> I only did it if I'm spying on a movie that I'm going to make. And I only want to see what. I only lie to the FBI when I'm guilty, so. One thing, it's funny you mentioned about product placement. Because <laughs> there, there, is, there is like a legitimate thing I, I was wondering about. Like th- throughout the movie, um, Schwarzenegger is wearing this watch and he's still wearing it at the end of the movie. Oh. I want that watch because it's indestructible. <laughs> I mean, what kind of watch is that? Like he freaking killed a predator and like like a whole compound of people and his watch still worked. Takes a lick like, and keeps on ticking. What, yeah, I was trying to like, you know, zoom in on it and see it and I looked it up. It doesn't say it anywhere, but it's like that's like the yeah. best watch ever made. It's I mean it's um, clearly water. And it shows up in a lot of scenes. Yeah. It's waterproof, it's waterproof and shockproof, and it's nu- nuclear explosion proof. <laughs> yeah, it's nuclear explosion proof. Because you see it a lot. Because you know he's working with his hands, yeah, and he's right. tying up ropes and uh-huh. pulling on things, and yeah. he's wearing his watch, and it's dirty sometimes. <laughs> and it's cool. Um, but I couldn't help notice, like, what you know, what is that watch? 
So yeah, that I that that would be a very valuable piece of Hollywood memorabilia to me. Actually, <laughs> the, the, that actual watch. Right. So any any of our many listeners out there, <laughs> they know I could get a hold of it. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you got one on eBay. Um. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So that last scene. Um, you know, it's funny. This is the first time I noticed when you know, obviously he falls off. He goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the great lines, right, is he 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 slips in the mud and starts falling down, and then you see him yeah. approaching the edge, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Oh, falls over the yeah. edge, right? <laughs> um, and then you see him finally get to where you know he crawls out into the mud, and this is the first time I realized that where he crawls out, you see that big tree that's sort of bent in the area, like that is the final set mm-hmm. piece, right? And I never yes saw yeah. that um, uh, until this viewing, but. What a great final set piece that is, you know. Um, and you know, of course, we get the oh, he can't see me because of the mud, um, which yep, you know, which I don't know that mud's going to stay cool for however long it takes <laughs> him to fight this predator. But what you didn't you didn't believe that? Bit? <laughs> Not really. But that killed okay. it for me too. I, was like, <laughs> I turned the movie I'm, off. I am out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I do have to laugh at, you know, how long is it going to take him to fashion all of these freaking weapons and oh, traps? Yeah. I mean, it would take no, days, <laughs> but he does it in a couple hours. Yeah, like, right. He's like pulling up, you know, these, he, well, for one, he has to get like all those ropes he needs right. from all the vines, right? Yeah, so yeah. he could do that uh-huh. and then um, haul them up and then he makes spears, mm-hmm. <laughs> bows and arrows. And a, and a jet yeah. pack and all sorts of stuff out of bamboo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, if we're, if we're going to be... <laughs> not only the time element, all right? Yeah. Let's put that aside. And this even... This actually bugged me <laughs> even when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the Predator, we know, sees heat, all right? Yeah. So he's, he's doing all this shit, um, but he has like a big fire going like yeah. while he's doing it. He's, Remember, yes. he's not doing yes. it in the dark. He, I know. He's, he's he he's he has a torch already, and he's yep. has a fire going. Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't the I was like, why isn't the predator attacking then? Like, uh, yeah, it must have evidently has super sensory, you know, sight, and he can hear things, and it just didn't <laughs> didn't yeah. think to look over to its left and like, <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it's that human. Yeah, he's he's up to something. I, I didn't quite get um, that either, and I wasn't sure why the Predator wasn't continuing to hunt for him. He's just back at some yeah, point like, polishing his skulls. <laughs> yeah, because, like, Dutch fell down, like, several sets of waterfalls. Yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like miles, right. and then all of a sudden the Predator's, like, right there. Yeah, uh-huh. Right? Right. And then just kind of saunters off, <laughs> and... <Yeah. laughs> And then, yeah, then we see the the second montage of building things, mm-hmm. which again is just like, yeah, I mean, it's so cool. Like the thing, he has all these little, you see his mind at work and all these uh-huh. little traps, and yeah. like he's like, and somebody has like a couple shells still on him too because he empties right. out the the gunpowder because he doesn't have his gun with him. He has his knife. Mm-hmm. I guess some gunpowder, and he, you know, he makes the spear and, um. Evidently, it was <laughs> evidently too. This, that bow that he made is so powerful. Like he actually shot the arrow through the tree. I, yeah, I know. Remember that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> I know. Can, they, can, can things do, can that, can they really do that? I mean, like, I, could you have a, like, I don't I mean, I know. guess if it's a soft tree, but like, even like a <laughs> professional archer, could they what, do that? What are the softest of trees, uh, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Well, in that part, we assume it's Central America, and the most indigenous tree there is the is the poplar. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Norway Norway pine. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I, I I don't know. I've never seen that, but yeah. it looked impressive to think like, yeah, that could probably penetrate a predator's. <laughs> well, not skin. not only that, but I mean, I assume he fashioned those arrowheads. I I mean, out yeah. of what? <laughs> <laughs> I I, I kind of want to say like right now like we're kind of picking on this but we both love it I mean it's it's so much fun but. oh no it, it's it's only within the like the deepest like love and, and, and admiration for this yeah like like when I pick up at my the wife. time no, you're not kidding you're not <laughs> just kidding but yeah you're not thinking at the time oh this would take yeah, days to right. produce this amount of of traps and weapons like yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like he does it in a day, well, right? Well, any, anyone who would be thinking about that just can't have fun. So, no, <laughs> exactly. They would, yeah, yeah, or, or think about what's a destruction to the rainforest to yeah. like, blow up a predator or whatever. Um, so, I, I, I love the trap making stuff, and then I love the like, he just goes out and lights a torch and gives that big, like, Tarzan yeah. yell. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> that could have been my key scene. Really... Just that yell is the key scene of the movie that basically embodies the entire <laughs> movie. <laughs> but, um, yeah, in a, in a way, it was, I mean, it, at the time, it's like, it should be hilarious, but it wasn't. Yeah, I was no, like, totally. yeah, all right, yep. let's, let's game on. Um, yeah. That that's the part where like if you've gotten up to go to the bathroom or get a snack, you're like, oh, let me get back to my seat right now. It's about to go down. <laughs> and yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so they go through all. I mean, I we don't describe every. <laughs> we could every moment of that scene, yeah. but um, I mean, come on, it's awesome when yeah. he's throwing Dutch around, and then all of a sudden he walks over and stops. Uh huh. And starts piece by piece taking off all his electronics uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and armor. And it's like he wants to kill Dutch, you yeah. know, and, you know, like a man or whatever. It's I know. I mean, that is it's so awesome. It, it is. And again, it's like it's the last, uh, you know, unveiling of, of this thing that you've yeah. just had glimpses of. We finally of, see right? what it looks like. Right. And, yep. and then, of course, the iconic line, right? You won. Ugly motherfucker. <laughs> um, there is. That's one of the many. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that scene is just so yeah memorable. Like just just that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. But I, that part alone is just. It's not enough just to kill him. I right. mean, he wants well, I mean, to make him a trophy. He's like, okay, I found an opponent that right. is worthy to kill both my bare hands. Yeah. I, um, I think that's, I, again, I think we joked about it earlier, but like, you know, in the back of the predator's mind, he's thinking, boy, oh boy, I can't wait to tell this story to the guys back on planet, whatever. Yeah. 
So then, so then, so then I took my helmet off. What? You did what? Why'd you take your helmet you, off? You showed your face to a prey? Don't, yeah, exactly. Don't you know how ugly we look? Why did you do that? <laughs> I thought it would intimidate him. Kind of did. I think it did. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's great. I wrote down that like him, like letting all his weapons go and like taking off his mask is like the bond villain equivalent of tying james bond to an easily escapable thing and like telling him his plans in great detail before walking out of the room and trusting that bond's just gonna die (laughs) he could have just shot him yeah no exactly And he just he just throws it in the water too. I just like yeah. I always thought about that. He's like, oh, he's he's got to go back and get fish that out of the water after he's done fighting. <laughs> I know. You know I was thinking about that fa- too. Like, I hope he can find it. I know he's got to put that helmet back on, get that shoulder can. Yeah, and it's probably all dirty and yeah. side. I don't Ugh. know. Yeah. And this this I've I remember I remember noting this even the like one of the first times I saw it. So that it's it's at the almost at the very end mm-hmm. where. Arnold's baiting it to come down into that little yeah. tunnel, right? Come here. He's like, kill come me. kill me, kill me. I'm here. And then and the predator the predator just kind of sits there and like looks at his fingers and looks at the leaves. <laughs> like, as if as if like and, and Arnold's like, what? What's go-? you know, and he's just like the predator's just like toying with him. So yeah. then yeah, and then he goes around the other side, not knowing, of course, there were there was another trap, but so, I just thought that's a nice. T- I mean, seriously, that was a nice touch. It, it was. didn't have to be there, and, it, it, well, and being in there actually made it cooler. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, and I think he, you know, the predator figured out that it's a trap, right? So he's like, "Oh wait, I'm not going go here. I'm going to go up around." But what I still to this day don't quite understand with that is, yeah, wasn't the log supposed to fall on those spikes that would then push it down into the predator? Because the log's not right over the spikes. So I just, I, oh, wait a minute. I know what it is. I just figured it out. I think that when he goes what? under, what I think the way the trap is supposed to work is that if he goes under the spikes, maybe there's like a, a trip, like a lasso in there that's going to pull him up into the spikes as, and the, the log is just like a counterweight. Maybe that's what it means. I don't know. I, I no, I I guess that's yeah. I don't think the the yes. I don't think <laughs> we should have someone draw this out for us. <laughs> we need a diagram. But <laughs> I do I do think the the pur- the purpose of the log that actually did kill the predator was the counterweight. Okay. I don't think it was intended. I don't think the trap was intended that he would get killed by that. Yeah. It was the spiky logs right. in the tunnel was right. the trap. Um, he just happened to be standing in the wrong place. He went the wrong way around. <laughs> and Arnold, yeah, he went the, and Arnold saw his opportunity yeah. and just, yeah, that's when that's what I, I guess, yeah. assumed. That makes sense. Okay, well, I I'm, could be, I'm glad. I could be wrong. I mean, no, I think it, you're it may, right. I, when that log hits... I can't believe they would miss a detail like this. <laughs> when that log hits his head, I cringed. I went, oh, God. <laughs> it just comes down right on his head. I was like, ouch. Ugh. Like, also, did you have, like, um, so he goes, right, so the Predator's lying under the log. Mm-hmm. Did you have kind of like a Star Trek flashback to, like, when Kirk fought the Gorn? Do you remember that episode? No. Are you that much of a Star Trek nerd? I'm more of a next generation nerd. 
<laughs> All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> there's the the episode arena um, of Star Trek is when Kirk has to fight this physically superior um, <laughs> lizard on a desert planet. Oh, I do remember. And again, that. he has yeah. to. He has that. to use crafty traps because he doesn't have technology. So he's he's using his wits mm-hmm. to kill it, right? And mm-hmm. so he gets it. He like makes essentially like a bomb, uh-huh. and it, it it just knocks the thing down. And he goes, Kirk goes with a big rock to <laughs> to crush its skull, mm-hmm. and then decides not to. He, mm-hmm. he decides mm-hmm. to spare its life instead. And like it's almost like an like a what's the word I'm looking for. Like a nod. Um, it, it felt like a bash. It felt like a yeah a nod to that huh. part because okay. Arnold's about to crush it, right? And then he stops, right? And then says, you know, what the hell are you? And yeah. then it just kind of repeats it back to <laughs> back what to you. Hell? What the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a which is a good a good it's a, discourse. It's there. a good comeback. Um, <laughs> And then, and then of course the creepiest part is oh, that yeah. he just he sets he sets the self destruct, <laughs> um, and it, and he starts laughing, yeah. and then the laughter gets like crazier and crazier. What a nice, again, like an addition that I would never have thought of, like to yeah, to to to, to add that bit, and it makes it that much more like. I don't know. Well, it's and it's cool. it's Billy, it, right? It's Billy's laugh. It's Billy's. Yeah. yeah, it's it's that laugh that Billy laughed one time, right? At that yeah. awful joke. And, <laughs> um, so yeah, he did. Did you want to tell again, that is, joke? Is he? Yeah, could we go through all the jokes <laughs> that um, Hawkins? <laughs> yeah, they're kind of one note uh-huh. I found. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> um, which is funny because he became a famous screenwriter. Um, <laughs> Shane Black, <laughs> yeah. So he gets all the great lines mm-hmm. in the movie, um, but yeah, it's Billy's laughs that he's somehow yeah. reproducing, right? Because um, I don't, he must have that natural ability, like a parrot. Well, or I, something. yeah, I, don't I, know. I, I, this was another thing for me, like probably not best not to think about it too much, because I assumed <laughs> like you know he was recording. I, I thought it was a cool like callback yeah. to the earlier stuff, yes. right? Um, and like I don't know, maybe maybe in the predator world, like um, <laughs> you're you're both simultaneously hunting the speed these prey and studying them for future <laughs> hunting trips. I don't know. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, here's the question I have about the end. Um, <clears throat> we see after the self destruct goes off, like a mushroom mm-hmm. cloud. I mean, are we to believe that yeah. that was a nuclear bomb that Arnold, in addition to being the strongest human being on Earth, is also the fastest <laughs> human being on Earth? <laughs> and then yeah. That? Yeah. No, I, I absolutely. I thought it was, <laughs> yeah, like a thermonuclear yeah. explosion. I mean, just um, Arnold dies. Detonated there. Arnold dies of like radiation poisoning, right? In like six months after this, he must, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, yeah, that that gets addressed in the yeah Predator too. <laughs> That's why he's not in, in it. the hospital. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, <laughs> in the director's cut, it shows a lot of the. <laughs> it's got Anna. a lot more about that. 
Anna coming to see him in the burn or in the the, the ward of the hospital. Yeah, no, yeah, obviously it's yeah. yeah I mean, it's not just an explosion. I mean, it's like right. a futuristic, you know, yeah. alien explosion, right? So, Chris, uh, I know we both love this movie, but the question I have for you is: Did Predator save the world? <laughs> That may may be the hardest question to answer, because I I don't know how to, like, we have to, again, like every movie that we do, we have to treat it for what it Mm -hmm. is. Like, we can't compare it to, you know, Dr. Zhivago or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not not aspiring to be anything more than it is. Yeah. Um, And in that way, yeah. I mean, I, I do think it's one of the best crafted action movies Mm -hmm. i mean period it's not it's not going for any sort of additional message beyond that it's it's to entertain us Mm -hmm. it's not talking about human alien relations (laughs) or you know the u.s government's involvement in military coups in in central america um you know it's 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 it just it doesn't care about anything except for a very straightforward story yeah um <laughs> you know it's like it's the reverse of the mo- you know like the most dangerous game right right you know right. it's like yeah it's <laughs> not a really reverse it's just a different version of it, i suppose yeah. of just trying to hunt humans uh-huh. we've seen that we've seen that in many movies it seems like yeah um so i guess i don't I don't really know how to answer that. Yeah. Because uh, it's it doesn't really, you know, it, it's in a sense kind of like Spinal Tap in that way, mm-hmm. where it's it's not not that it's mocking anything or, mm-hmm. or trying to. It's just it is it is its own. Yeah. Thing. Um, I I, I don't know. I felt like um, I, I'm in the same place with you. I was like I was really, st- really struggling with this question and kind of coming to the same conclusion but one of the things i was going to say earlier is like um uh predator is to the action genre what nirvana was to the grunge genre <laughs> in that hmm. you know it that, like yeah it like yeah. hit all the right notes and came at the right time that right time you know everything was like oh they did it right you know it's like never mind comes out and boom we're on our way even though there's a ton of history there and a ton of stuff that follows and um <clears throat> but <laughs> the and i think i i thought of this because you said the template right like predator becomes maybe the template for kind of this kind of action movie and i think there's a lot of truth to that um so on the one hand it's like a gift to the world um on the other hand then you have a whole bunch of really <laughs> terrible <laughs> things that follow right, like what happened after nirvana <laughs> right like exactly the copycats yeah yeah we're like t- just like a shitty version of it right, yeah right, right. no i see what you're saying because there was yeah i mean it's not again it's not the first action movie mm-hmm. i mean there was already movies building up to this one but in terms of the timing of it yeah and it did you know it made a it made a pretty good profit mm-hmm. i mean it wasn't it's not arnold's best i mean it's funny like how many movies have we seen him in i mean a lot yeah. um mm-hmm. he actually I don't know. It, it, it's like he's so <laughs> he was so charismatic, mm-hmm. like you know that he could just 
didn't have a lot of dialogue and he still like carried that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's, you know, I guess the equivalent today may be like the rock or somebody like right. that, where mm-hmm. you just like, he's in the movie and he's playing the rock and right. Arnold's playing Arnold. Right. But, right. Um, but it's like, you, you, you just want to see what he's going to do next. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's always really, yeah. I mean, it is, it's kind of, <laughs> as you said, a product placement <laughs> for the future governor of California. That's right. Um, this was, I do think yeah. he so it, mentioned that this was the start of his political campaign for governor was this movie. <laughs> so he's a real visionary. He's thinking ahead. He, he and Jesse, yeah, both um, used, used the influence of this movie to advance their politics. That's right. So it was, um, so it, it, I still do, I still think it's, um, it hit at the right, it, it, it hit all the right time, even though, it, and again, it's like, they're like Commando, or mm-hmm. yeah. that for some reason that same summer, um, The Running Man came out. Oh, yeah. Um, which, I, which I saw in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, I mean, it's a good film in terms of what it is, but mm-hmm. it is nowhere near as good as this. Yeah, for sure. Um, in our, um, other ones that came after it, this mm-hmm. is, I think this is still Schwarzenegger's best movie and, and up there for title of one of the best action movies ever. I think so. And I, I feel like he, I, I think he looks the best in this movie than, I don't know. I don't have like a top 10 ranking of how Schwarzenegger looks in all the movies he's been in, but I think he, <laughs> he looked great in this. When he got off the chopper, he's wearing that like polo shirt and I yeah. know, he just looked good. Yeah, exactly. No, he was definitely whatever is in his element and yeah. just, yeah, just, just, it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> all right. Chris, I have a would you rather for you. I actually have a two-part would you rather. Uh, there's no getting That's out of this one fair. easy. I know. It's, oh. it's not fair. Um, I'll see. <laughs> this uh, this probably won't be super surprising, but uh, the question is, would you rather be pursued relentlessly, hunted down relentlessly through the woods by the <laughs> predator or by Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Um, Schwarzenegger in general or in this movie (laughs) (laughs) you pick you pick the Schwarzenegger you want hunting you which which for like the Terminator one or the one from you from uh, kindergarten cop Um, so it's kind of a question (laughs) I'm actually thinking about this of, of the pros and cons. <laughs> um, I I would guess Schwarzenegger, and I'll t- the, the reason being, and I think this is why the movie is effective, is because when the predator's hunting, it's scarier because you don't know what it is, uh-huh. where it's coming from, what it can do, uh-huh. or anything. I mean, it is, I, you know, that's that's an effective element in this movie, uh-huh. and it 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 was. I, I think that's a big reason why the, you know, that's the whole second act right. is, is the, is that, is that bit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I would, I would choose that. All right. Over, over Paula. 
Yeah. All right. Well, here is my second half of, of the would you rather then. Um, <clears throat> you've chosen to be hunted relentlessly by Schwarzenegger <laughs> through the woods. Now, you can stick with that answer or alternatively, <laughs> would you rather have to hike all that way through the woods with Hawkins constantly telling you jokes about his girlfriend's <laughs> private parts? Be, keep in mind in this second scenario nobody's after you nobody dies but you just you do have to listen to those jokes over and over again you set me up man that was your question all along i see what you did there ah. oh man we'll see well i would probably kill hawkins so <laughs> You, that's my that's my way out. So I'd say go with Hawkins, and then I could just like push him over a cliff. That's true. You could you could bleed him real quiet, leave him there, <laughs> or just yeah, just hit him with a stick. Like didn't that's what Anna did? I can't remember. Yeah. No, it's Poncho got yeah, that. Poncho. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, that would be hiking, hiking through the like. The humidity and the heat with all that gear on, listening to those, like, just offensive jokes, that would, that would, that, that would, no, that's, no one should, no one should have to do that, that's even the worst punishment. Why do you think the that's, predator killed him first? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Chris, what do we have next week? <laughs> now this is uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up here switch gears <laughs> in a major way all right because i'm going to i'm going to make this claim not only is my it's my favorite but also the only good version of this genre hmm. and i'm hoping it's a movie you haven't seen because i want you to be surprised okay um wait can i can the, you clarify can you cl what you the, what? the only good mer movie of this genre yeah okay all right I'm I'm listening. So, <laughs> so, so I'm I'm gonna like uh, I'm gonna ramp it up a bit. So it's not only I think the best; uh -huh. it's the best of of all time. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe right, maybe I've gone too far. But <laughs> here's the the category is um, greatest rom com. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the movie is safety not guaranteed i have not seen or, this i don't even think i know yes. anything about this <laughs> this is great this, <laughs> uh, that's even better huh. it stars um aubrey plaza okay um mark duplis uh -huh. jake johnson um Kristen bell is in it uh-huh I mean, it is a pretty it is a pretty solid cast, yeah. And it is by far, I think, it is the only movie I will consider watching. And if someone said, "Let's watch a rom com," this would be the one I would say. We, this is the only one I'll watch. <laughs> you just have a copy of it, so if if anyone ever, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I've got a great yeah. one. I'll Sometimes throw it in I right get now. asked that, like, "Oh, <laughs> what should we do? Let's watch a rom com." And, okay, it's like when I, I keep it with me when you're entertaining guests that you don't know very well and. <laughs> you need a way out of this conversation. We could watch this. <laughs> no, I definitely wouldn't show him this. Yeah. But, 
<laughs> no, this will be. Oh, this will make it even awesome. Um, this this will be this will be a, another fun journey. All right, because it's it's what's what's <laughs> what's fun is we trade off between movies like we totally know, right? Yep. And they're fun to talk about, mm-hmm. and then introduce you know you've introduced me to some movies yeah. um that i've really loved that i hadn't seen mm-hmm. and um one that we neither of us have ever seen we both liked yeah. so that was yeah it's an adventure all right well i trust you so i'm tentatively <laughs> excited about watching this movie for the first time um so yeah all right well folks yeah watch it on your anniversary <laughs> Well, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Another week, uh, we go from the baby oil and biceps genre right into the rom-com genre. That is makes yes, a ton of sense for us here. <laughs> they're surprisingly similar. Yep. All right. Well, Chris, thank you so much as always. This was so much fun. Good, good choice, Glenn. All righty. Appreciate it. All right, and we'll catch you guys next time.